When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. But before we before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll take really good care of you. Um, oh, before I forget too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, you know, the Rule of Three offense that will work at any level, go over and check those out. Leave a five-star review if you would like those. But also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources. It's everything. It's what I it's what I would have wanted as a 27-year-old basketball coach. It's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I'm a coach. I understand how it goes. Go over and check it out. Kick, kick the tires around. See if it's for you. And if it's not, we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on. But I, I guarantee you're going to love all the material and the material we're always putting in um, teachhoops.com. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. And let's head off the podcast. Good. How are you? Shoot away. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what what you guys uh, typically do in these, but since I've only been on for a couple of days on the yep. website. No worries. Looking, uh, so it's w- basically two ways. So w- every other week I do one-on-one calls, and then mm-hmm. the other week I do like office hours where people just come in. There'll be a bunch of us together just talking. Yeah. So um, either way to get questions answered or brain. My number one, my number one thing this year is I have a good returning team. Okay. And I have about three guys that got somewhere from division two to division one interest this summer. Okay. I don't think any of them are actually going to play. We've had a lot of, we've had three in the last five years, kids go division one, but none of these guys are, probably going to get to that level but my thing is 
playing where they're not just looking for exposure every right. game. They're right. not worried about scoring. Right. I talked to him about it yesterday. Right. I think they get it. It's hard when the it's hard when the bright lights go on. So um what what uh so can they score? Uh well one or two of them are returning, get, like they'll be third year starting varsity guys. Okay. You know, they played with Zion Griffin that's at Iowa State. You know, they yep. know what it's like to be big gym, a lot of people. Okay. They can both score, go off twenty, thirty points. Okay. Um, one's a guard that really developed. The other one, I he was just a random – somebody said, hey, I like one of your players, and I'm expecting it to be Billy right. Durkin or Aaron Timms. And a guy from North Dakota says, you know, my 5'9 shooting guard that must have hit like 12 threes right. in, in some summer game where there's no defense. But that's my biggest fear is just everyone's trying to score 20 points every game. Right. So so here's what I did when I've had when I had talent like that is I ran a very structured offense. Mm-hmm. I controlled them cuz I knew I could let them go whenever I needed to. <laughs> um so you know I would run the swing, I'd run the triangle, I would do something where you would go from A to B because literally I can clear out a side and just let them go. Yeah. Um so and, and I use it to slow them down is what I did. Um, so that's one way. Second way is um, you got – are you thinking of pressuring and pressing and running? You know, we, we have such a variety in our league. I mean, we're the smallest school-wise in our conference. We have the Proviso East of the world who are yep. – You know, it's, yeah. it's just uh, – it's – 32 minutes of hell. You know, we've right. had a lot of success against them. We probably won 60% of our games against them. Okay. But it's, we can't play too fast. Okay. Um, you know, my, my, I have a six, six big, that's really athletic, but after him, we're going to drop off quite a bit. It might just be five guards. Right. So what are you thinking defensively then? So you're going to have to do something defensively to maybe slow pace up and change. Yeah, well, and that's one of the other things. Last year we were – we weren't as good as we have been defensively, but we've always done a pretty good job of taking the other team's best player away, knowing every set they're going to yep. do. Yep. And we're not – this group's not going to be as good at that. And right. I'm looking for that. It might even be trapped four or five times a half. Yes, and what I'm thinking so so here's what I've been thinking about on my long walks too is um, how we have quick hitters and plays for the offensive yeah. end. I'm thinking the exact same thing for the defensive end to change momentum. Um, and I've always I've always been a big guy in changing defenses when things yeah. are on feel like ooh this ain't working let's get out. You press all game you can't cause a turnover and you sit in a two three and they throw the ball out of bounds three. Right. Well, and here's something I noticed in the last two years when my teams were I mean I've had really great teams but we were good we've been good last couple of years but not great good um, that that sometimes my gut isn't always right like. So I have my co- I have an assistant coach actually tracking how our defense is working. I'll go and I say, hey, we got to get out of this. We should run, you know, go from man to a one three one. He goes, well, we just stopped them five straight times. That's not the problem. Um, so I think you know, or they just scored three times, Steve. Time to change. <laughs> um, so I think that's something to look at, especially with a group like because that can change momentum. Like we'll go to a zone at the end of a game just to take some yeah. time off the clock. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, 
you know, you're playing man, you're playing man, and then all of a sudden two minutes to go with you're up six and you go zone. It takes most high school kids 30 seconds to figure out what the hell you're in. And that was one of my other – we almost went to last year, the old uh, Bayline man, one three one and something else and just constantly change. Right. I've done that. I just didn't want to sacrifice this year coming up and letting guys to win maybe two more games last year. Right. Every every team in our conference had a six four division one kid that we literally had to run back, get in a two three zone and play a matchup man just so they couldn't just beat us right to the basket. So could you could you uh, could you use a combo D like a triangle yeah. two, something like that where you put the big boy down to protect the rim and then. One of the you, – you can have these guys, like, your job is to chase. That will, you know, put things in perspective for them. Yeah, we've we've done a little bit of that. And, I mean, you know how it is. You just got to find – figure some stuff out early. And right. Like, I'm, not, I'm always a big adjust uh, talent. I mean, three or four years ago, I had a 6'11 center that went to Northwestern. You know, it was right. really easy to funnel stuff towards him. Right. You know, but my six three post player. The but next if you're guards, maybe you want to ice. Maybe you want to just keep them on the sideline. Yeah, that's well. That's the other thing that I'm looking at right now. I want to get more aggressive switching, and and I mean I know that's going to be a trend after Texas Tech last year. Like that's always a big thing. You know, people everybody ran Villanova's offense last year. Right. Texas Tech, but like I like how they're pushing more and more to the sideline. I've thought about doing that. Our only problem is some of the because we play some inner city schools, we play some suburban schools. Right. They'll beat us to the basket with the wrong hand. They don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, then maybe you trap on the baseline. Yeah. So if you push baseline, the way I sell it sometimes when we push baseline and we're, we're really funneling baseline is I'll, I'll sell them as, first of all, that first help has to be there or they're going to dunk on you. And then once that help comes, then we're trapping there. Because that that pat no one ever passes behind, you know. As they're driving to the, let's say they're driving to the right ba- to the to the basket on the right side, and they get down to that short corner, they're not. They're very few kids can drop step and kick back to the three. Yeah. They're looking opposite, like you know. So that's where we've had a lot of luck with that, because um, it's almost like opening a candy store when you give them that, like they can see the light. And it's like, ooh, I can make it. And then you, you know that they're not going to make it or hopefully not make it. Now, what have you done for traps? Like we were talking about quick hitters. I mean, I've, I've trapped the first pass. We've trapped, you know, from behind. Yeah, it depends uh, on how smart your team is. Like we've done left, right. We've done first pass. We've done only on the side. You know, again, it's, you know, if my team isn't very bright, then I have to do, like, first pass over half court. See, that's one of our interesting things. We are we are very diverse. Right. We, like, we have incredibly smart kids. Like, one of my best players is going to go to probably University of Chicago and play. Right. We have kids that aren't going to qualify, and which is about the same thing every year. You know, we're kind of – we have it's a very good mix for success. That you just you basically describe my on my team basically. And, and it's my like, son's gonna like, why my don't son's you gonna do that? To go, my son's gonna try to go play at Col go to get into Colby, which is like going to University of Chicago, and then and then we got guys that like Ooh, yeah you yeah you're not. Gonna and people are like, why don't you run this set that has a back screen after six reverses? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that ain't gonna happen. My yeah. six seven kid, it took us a whole year to convince him where to go. Yeah. And 
Yeah. So then I think, I think easier what I, I'm telling you, I think as simple as make miss works with a team like yeah. that. It, it, you'd be, I mean, even though the coach that's over there knows me, it's make miss the kids that are playing are just playing. <laughs> it's like, well, are they in man? Are they in zone? Are they in, you know, whatever it is. And then the other thing, I guess, you know, what do you do whenever you have those long man runs and you start trapping after a timeout or something and they hit a three, how do you convince yourself to do it again? I, it's hard. Like, <laughs> Trust me. It's hard. It's hard. Um, my theory, I've gone the other way that we're just going to hit a three on you now. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to, we're going to score within the first 10 seconds before you have a shot. The thing is my, I don't know how good of shooters you have, but my theory is like, if you get an open look and it's a, and your feet are set and you put your time in, it's going in a lot yeah. from us. Yeah. Um, I mean, your league's probably like our league. If you get no, I mean, getting open threes is a hard thing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the scouting's so good now and, you know, everybody's right. big into it. I mean, well, that's one of the things I'm worried about of doing a lot of rotations on D. Of, I've, I've statted all of our shots. You know, every year, but we're every year we're sixty percent on kickout threes and just crap on everything but kickout threes. I haven't scouted our defense in the same way of the exact threes. Like I know everybody's obsessed with threes now, which is true, but they're not all the same. Like that's what I have to sell. No, so we, we, this is interesting because what we're thinking of doing this year is we're thinking first ten seconds we get the ball is a fast break mm-hmm. and. So if we can get it up and get an open three, we got some shooters, great. If we don't attack the rim, if you don't get to the rim, someone's following and you're going to kick. And that's where I think we'll get shots because yeah. kids don't transition well. <laughs> um, and I don't think coaches work on that transition D well. Um, yeah. So that's what I think. I think we'll get the secondary shot, not the initial one. Very without long. running an actual secondary of just playing side top side. I've done this for thirty years. I've never been successful running a secondary. <laughs> I told my guys they weren't not even allowed to say it anymore. Like I, no. I, I, I mean, uh, if someone can come up with a way to do, I mean, I. And again, I haven't probably spent enough practice time on it, but I've tried. I have tried to run a secondary, and that's going to be our secondary. It's like, okay, if you don't have the three, you better attack the rim. It's almost like a little bit of a dribble drive. Yeah. And then if you can't get to the rim, someone's following, you better jump stop and look because someone's going to be open. Uh, yeah. It might even be a guy flashing the paint. But um, That's, We see so much. I don't know about you, but we see so much. We hardly see any just regular man. No. We see crazy pressure. We see a lot of one two two zone now. You know, I give – I always – Wheaton South and York's coach, your friends, man, I'm always giving them crap. I like ruined our whole area. Now right. everybody's playing one, two, two ball press. Right. So I would do something that they're not doing. Who, what yeah. are they not doing in your area? Are they not doing a one, three, one? Are they not doing, what are they not doing? Well, that's one of the reasons why we've done some one, three, one and some two, three, when we've gone in, like, give me something besides one, two, two, because we're not going to be any good at it compared right. to everybody else. And, right. You know, it's, I think one three one two is good. You know, my big guy, I can put him if he's has two fouls in the second quarter, I can put him up top. You put him in the paint and just say, Don't don't let him pass it in there and don't be yeah. silly on those stupid reach around fouls and you'll be fine. Yeah. 
But and I mean, there's a lot of traps you can do. You know, I was I remember going to uh, Lewis University practice a couple of years ago, and he was talking about how they go one three one when they're down. He's like, you don't have anything good against it, which is very true. Right. <laughs> Not much, especially if anything works pressure wise at the end of the game, I guess. But right, and then it, yeah, and and it extends you, and the kids are in the right spot to trap. That's the thing. As long as you protect yeah. the rim, you're in good shape. And, you know, it's, you're going to have to live with some of those threes and layups underneath. But, you know, that's uh, – just got to – I'm getting older and coaching now. I think this is year 10 as a head coach. I'll just breathe deep and say we'll go down to the other end and score. Right, right. Yeah, that's what you have to do. All right, any 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 questions? I don't think so. Okay. Just uh, enjoying being on there and going to keep checking out the site. Yep. Let me know if you have any questions. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you jump on one of the office hours. It'll be awesome. All right. Okay. Sounds Thanks, good. Coach. Thanks a lot. Yep. Bye. Hey, everybody. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.